Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be ever pleasing in your sight. You are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. If you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. That was the title some years back of a popular book written by John Ortberg. Maybe some of you read that book. And the title reflects what is surely the most common interpretation of this gospel passage. This well-known story comes to mean something like this. Peter had the right idea getting out of the boat and taking a step in faith. And indeed, in all of our lives, so this interpretation goes, we can see Jesus standing out on the waves, on the stormy waters of the world, bidding us to come unto him. Like Peter, we must heed this invitation, find the courage of faith to swing our legs over the boat's side, and then step out onto the waters. But beware of doubts. Be wary of fears, the preacher might say. Don't pay any attention to the winds that howl or the waves that lap against your shins. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Peter failed to have enough faith, but we can do better. Interpreted this way, this story becomes kind of a classic piece of moralism. His faith is to be emulated, but his doubt is to be avoided. Do this and don't do this. But something tells me this interpretation won't do for us. If you know me at all, I'm not a big fan of moralism. Faith is harder than this. Faith involves struggle and authenticity and doubt. I was thinking, I was talking to one of my friends about how faith so often feels like letting go. And we both expressed our frustration at how simple some people can make it seem. Some folks just came out of the womb singing that country song, Jesus, Take the Wheel. You know that song. <laughs> some people just make it look so easy. But for a lot of us, for Peter this morning, that's hard. Letting go, stepping out in faith, taking risks. This friend I was talking to is the same friend who says, everything I've ever let go of has claw marks on it. I like that. I can relate to that. So Jesus comes strolling along the water. It's late and the disciples should be sleeping, but for some reason Jesus has sent them out across the lake. And they probably can't see all that well, given the wind and the rain and the storms. And they see something moving out in the distance. It's a ghost, one of them yells. But it's Peter who says, come on guys, that's no ghost. Hey Jesus, if that's you, call me over there. Jesus listens to Peter. Come, says Jesus. And so Peter swings his legs over the boat and takes his first steps. It's a glorious scene. Just when he's starting to catch his stride, just when he started to get the hang of it, 
the wind distracts him and he loses his footing and he's down. Lord, save me, Peter cries. And then Jesus looks at Peter and says, why did you doubt? Now this is a tough question that Jesus puts to Peter. One that is no fun to have asked of us by Jesus, probably because we ask ourselves this question so often. Why don't I have more faith? Why can't I see the hand of God more clearly in my life? I mean, I believe, or at least I want to believe, that love makes ultimate sense, that we aren't just here by some accident. But then sometimes I don't know. I lose my job, and there doesn't seem to be anything else on the horizon, and I begin to sink. I mean, I believe in God, most days at least, but then I get sick, and the doctors start throwing around number of days I've got left, and when I pray, it feels like God is playing hard to get, and I start to doubt. Faith doesn't come easy. Not for me, at least. Faith is like the guy who falls off a cliff, but catches himself by grabbing onto a tree root, and he hollers up to the heavens, hey, if anyone's up there, will you please save me? God replies, let go, and I will save you. The man thinks for a second and yells back, um, is anyone else up there? <laughs> Faith can feel like that. But even still, I know that we have some faith. Faith is one of the things that got us out of bed this morning and got us here to church in the middle of summer. Like Peter, we have faith and we doubt. We try to walk with Jesus and we fail. We take a few steps and we sink and we cry out to Jesus, Lord, save me. And he gives us his hand, but he also gives us a challenging question. Why did you doubt? Now, hearing that, many of us could count ourselves, we could feel like failures in Jesus' eyes. But here's the question to be asked. Can you imagine the story turning out another way? What if Peter had not sunk? Can you imagine if he had just jumped out of the boat with perfect confidence, landed with both feet on the water, and glided on out to Jesus like he was walking the red carpet, waving to the cameras? What if the other disciples had followed suit, piling out of the boat, all of them, after him? Perfect faith. They pranced on the water while the storm raged. And they just romp on out, slapping hands and bumping fists like the winning home team. It'd be a different story for sure. You may even like that story better. But for one thing, it wouldn't be a story about 
you and me. Because the truth about us is more complex than that. The truth about us is that we obey and fear, we walk and sink, we believe and doubt. It was John Calvin, the great Swiss theologian, who said that faith and doubt were like close siblings. And isn't that true? We say thank you, Jesus, out of one side of our mouths, and Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy out of the other. Our faith and our doubt are close siblings. They both exist in us at the same time, giving us courage on the one hand and bearing us down with fear on the other, asking us to sing one day and maybe cry the next. And here's what I want to say to us mixed up and modeled selves. It's okay. It's okay. This means that we are human. And this is why we need Jesus. Our fears and our doubts may paralyze us, may hold us back, but they also make us cry out for saving. As one person said, if we never sank, we'd never need a savior. Our doubts remind us who we are and more importantly, whose we are. And so this Sunday, we press on. Maybe we do look for a little more faith, but we also don't hide our doubts because it's those doubts that make us human. It's those doubts that help us to throw up our arms and to find that no matter what, no matter what we believe or what we fail to believe, it's okay. Christ is with us, saving us every step of the way. And that's what he promises to do until the very end, until the day when there is neither faith nor doubt, but only the final and clear presence of love. Amen.